0: Hello, this is Robert Lee and Sam and welcome once again to Third Row from the Front. Today's movie is The Atom Project, which was, I believe, a Netflix-only movie uh, starring Ryan Reynolds and Jennifer Garner and Mark Ruffalo and Catherine Keener. And it's the same director, Sean Le- Levy, or Levy or Levy, of uh, Free Guy, and, um, so, you know, obviously they work together again and it's about, it's like a sci-fi comedy family thing. So basically, uh, Ryan Reynolds, when the movie starts, Ryan Reynolds, character is escaping from 2050. He, uh, and I guess in 2050 we have time travel is possible. So his, uh, ship that he's on creates a wormhole. And he travels back to our current year, 2022. And he meets up with um, his 12-year-old self, played by this newcomer kid that I've never seen before. He does a pretty good job of emulating Ryan Reynolds' kind of smart-ass way of talking. And um, anyway, the, the movie goes on from there. You find out why he traveled back in time in the first place. What this all has to do with the future and, um, you know, and so on and so forth. But before we get too much into that storyline, if we do at all, um, Sam, what did you think of the Adam Project?
1: It was okay. Um, I liked it a little more than Free Guy. Um, And I don't know if it's because of the storyline or what, because I love a good time travel story um i don't know
0: sorry i forgot to mention zoe saldan isn't it too
1: yeah uh you get your normal ryan reynolds uh humor i feel like you know very sarcastic very smart alecky i thought the kid was okay he was his voice was really annoying me in the beginning (laughs) i was like why is he talking like that like i feel like he was forcing like a high-pitched voice to sound younger or something i don't know it was just weird and then i feel like he got a little more normal as the movie went on but i just didn't believe his because like you said he was trying to emulate ryan reynolds like humor like smart alecky humor i just didn't believe it
0: uh yeah i I know exactly what you mean like I I got what they were trying to do. Like, they're trying to be like, hey, look, it's obviously this is Ryan Reynolds as a kid because he's a smart ass and he's sarcastic and he's quippy. He did a good job of emulating him. The only problem is I'm like, there's no kids that really talk like that. Yeah. And so, like, no one, no kids that smart and that quick with their retorts. You know, you get that way through practice. So when you get older, as you get yeah, older. Yeah, when
1: you're more of a teenager.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can, you, I can see that happening. But at 12... There's no way you were that clever with your responses, so it just seemed very, like, like overdone, like obvious. So yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, we get it. That's Ryan Reynolds as a kid, you know.
1: Exactly. So that kind of bothered me. Um, it, it's it's just funny because it just it kind of it makes you and they even reference it um, back to the future because it's mm-hmm. it's. Talking about how everyone knows that rule. When you go back in time, you're not supposed to, like...
0: Mess with anything.
1: Yeah, mess with anything. anything, Tell yourself information um, that you want yourself to know. Like, because that can alter the timeline. And, yeah, it's just And we got all that,
0: basically, from the Back to the Future movies. Like, I mean, I know there were time travel movies before that. But those were, like... I feel like those movies kind of set the rules for time travel movies. And so ever since then like you said it's like okay we already established these quote-unquote rules yeah and and it's because of that movie or that series you know
1: yeah and this movie obviously was breaking all of the rules yeah um and so it just makes you wonder like okay then how is everything gonna turn out like uh, it, it was just weird it i don't know if it was just mostly for action you know not for you mostly yeah not for you to really think about (laughs) um
0: yeah because they really didn't go too much into it they really go really quickly through the whole time travel elements of it like explaining and so there were even times where i was just like kind of thinking like did that make sense i don't know if that made sense yeah um but it's funny like you said because i i kept thinking this is like back to the future if um marty had gone back to like 1967 instead of uh, or you know nineteen, you know somewhere where he was already born, because mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Except he 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 doesn't go back as far as when his mom's a teenager. He goes back to when he was a kid. So it's essentially the same
1: thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like I don't know. I just feel like it was a weird movie. It wasn't that deep. It was kind of funny. Um, there was some action in it. It wasn't a horrible movie, but I just, I don't think I would recommend it to anybody. Um, I like that we see Mark Ruffalo in this movie because I really (laughs) like him.
0: Well, I I just thought it was funny that, well, not funny. It's just, I guess at at this point, almost everyone's been in a Marvel movie. So they make reference to the fact that, of course, Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool and um, Mark Ruffalo is the Hulk. There's this very quick reference towards the end and you're like, ha ha, I get it. Um, there's even a reference to Deadpool where like the kid, the little kid version of himself, he like lands, he he like does oh, his big yeah. flip on landing. He's like superhero landing. And I was like, Oh, that's a Deadpool reference. Yeah. Um, but there are some funny moments between the two of them mm-hmm. here and there. I mean, you laugh, but I think what the problem with Ryan Reynolds is humor is that I think he does better when he's like in that Deadpool, like when he's allowed to do R-rated material. Yeah. Because in this one, it's a lot of that like PG-13 kind of joke. So it's not as funny because it's like, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like when you listen to an Eminem song on the radio or something, it's like everything is (laughs) bleeped out out or like there's the the PG version of what he says for real, you know, like the edited version. That's what I feel like I'm getting, like a censored version of – Ryan Reynolds, so he just says some really stupid things and I'm like, okay, this was obviously because they couldn't say the F word or they couldn't say his usual stuff. So they had to kind of th- come up with these, you know, it's like the whole melon farmer thing. Like, oh, that's one bad melon farmer. You know, when you see like a, an R rated movie on TV and they do the stupid, instead of mother, mother effort, they say like, they, they substitute it with I've something heard else. heard
1: melon farmer. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They, they even made fun of it on, um, was it Pineapple Express? he said this is one bad melon farmer like he actually says melon farmer but anyway it's it's uh just these these stupid like nonsensical phrases that he says to substitute not saying bad words basically yeah so that kind of you know that kind of wasn't as funny as it could have been because of that um it was interesting seeing mark ruffalo and jennifer garner as a married couple because like they keep they keep referencing this in their uh promotional materials that they were together in 13 going on 30 mm-hmm. they, you know so this is almost like had they actually you know after 13 going on 30 if they got married <laughs> and had kids or whatever but but what's interesting is and i i hope i'm not giving too much away by saying this but mark ruffalo isn't in this movie as much as i thought he was going to be like he starts coming out until maybe the last 45 minutes of the movie. So it's it's. You have to wait a while to see yeah. him. I thought he was gonna be like a big part of the movie, and he is, um, but you don't see him for the, a good like hour in into the movie. So, yeah. But like you said, um, it was a passable way to to you know spend an hour and a half, an hour and forty five minutes. But yeah, I wouldn't bad. recommend it if you have other things to watch. Yeah, if you have nothing else to watch, I'd say yeah, it's, it's worth a shot. It's worth watching. Um, I guess it's a good, it's an okay, like family movie to watch. If you want, if you have kids or whatever, you can watch it with them. Cause there's nothing, like I said, I said before, it's PG, if it's PG 13 and there's nothing really objectionable in it. Um, it was weird seeing Katherine Keener in this movie. I feel like she was like, she needed a paycheck or something because <laughs> she's been in such like great movies and, and she's been in, you know, both dramas and quirky, like, Comedies. She was in Being John Malkovich. She was in Knocked Up. You know, I mean, not Knocked Up. Uh, Forty-year-old yeah. Virgin. That's yeah. Um, but it was weird seeing her in this because she plays like a villain, and it was just like, yeah, I don't know. Weird. It was really weird. Um, and they do that whole that thing that they love to do now. I feel like once they got the technology, they're like, we got to do this all the time, and that's to like de-age her. Oh, so there's yeah. a few scenes where she comes out as a younger version of herself, and. Because it's Netflix, I assume they couldn't get the same effects uh-huh. that Marvel can get, so it's a little off. Yeah, and well, it, was it was obvious, really weird. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it looked weird, and you could tell it was like another actress playing her body, mm-hmm. and then they just like, s- you know, superimposed or whatever they do her face onto that body, and it looked really weird. Yeah, it looked off. Um, maybe if you have like a thirty-two inch screen and you're watching it from afar maybe it's not so bad but when you're watching it on a big screen it's like whoa it looks really weird like there's a like her eyes don't really match up with who she's looking at (laughs) but um i mean i guess they did the best they could with that the money you know the the budget that they had but um yeah it just didn't really seem worth worth like worth worth your time like it's a nice it's it's an interest i mean it's a I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's it's fine. Like it's a fine it's a fine movie. I didn't hate it, but
1: Yeah. Kind of like kind of
0: like the way you felt about Free Guy where it's just kind of like, yeah, it's there. It's entertaining, I guess, but I felt like you could be watching something else. Like instead of watching this, I probably would have rather watched Back to the Future again or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> where it's yeah. like, oh, there's a better movie out there about this kind of subject already. So, that's <clears throat> and then also the music choices were kind of random. There's a lot of these music cues where they just throw them in there, and I was like, "What does this have to do with anything?" Like Boston's "Foreplay Slash uh, Long Time," I think it's called the name of the song. It just comes on, and I was like, "This has no context. The lyrics don't really fit here." It's like they're just playing music just to play it. Um. And then that they they commit this crime that I think it's a movie crime, which is they play that Pete Townsend song, uh, let my love open the door or whatever, Mm -hmm. which is, it's like, if you know anything about like romantic comedies, that song has been used to death (laughs) on like trailers. And it's like that one in Salisbury Hill by, uh, uh, Peter Gabriel. And what's the third one? There's like three songs that they always use. Oh, uh, the police, um, every little thing she does is magic. Like they always use those three <laughs> songs on these like rom-com movies. And they use that, the the Pete Townsend song twice in this movie. And they even close out the movie with it. And I was like, that's such a generic choice. Like it's so like cliche <laughs> that I just, even ending it, I was like, ugh, really? That's what y'all went with? Like it just seems so, I don't know. It's just very generic music choice because it's been done to death.
1: But yeah, that was weird. But apparently
0: it's her his dad's favorite song. And I was like, it's really that's his favorite song. <laughs> I mean, no nothing against Pete Townsend or The Who, but uh, out of all their catalogue, that's what you're gonna pick. But anyway, um, that's just me being a music nerd. Like I, I sort of it was funny that they chose that song specifically. Like it wasn't even like ironic or being like funny. Like if this was a movie making fun of romantic comedies or that kind of thing, then I would get it. But they did it totally straight faced. So I don't know. I'm kind of worried about, because apparently that same director, he's going to be doing Deadpool 3. And I was like, oh what? man, he's, he's these. I'm not really impressed. Free Guy I liked better than you did, but but just based on these two movies, I'm like, really? He's going to be the guy that does Deadpool Uh-oh. 3?
1: Yeah, why?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, obviously, they have a really good working relationship together, him and uh, Ryan yeah, Reynolds.
1: Yeah, but that guy's movies are not good.
0: <laughs> and he's done other movies. I I forgot what other movies he did, but he's got a long catalog, you know, a long... <clears throat> catalog of movies and I forget and I I saw the list and I was like yeah I'm not really impressed with any of those like they're all like middle tier movies they're nothing like oh wow that was really good like not to get up too far off track but with Matt Reeves when the guy that directed the Batman I was like oh well he's the one that did like Cloverfield and he did the last two uh Planet of the Apes movies I was like I'm, I'm excited because I like this guy's movies yeah. like he's done some good stuff this guy I'm not like I haven't seen anything yet, which makes me go, "Ooh, Deadpool three! Good, it's in good hands with this <laughs> yeah. guy, you know." But anyway, I mean, whatever, we'll see. I think that that's really more about Ryan Reynolds than anything. I mean, I'm sure he has a hand in the the script and yeah. everything. But yeah, I would, I would, I would not recommend this. And like I said, unless you're really bored and you're like, there, there's nothing else to watch, let's watch. Because that's literally what it was. I was like, I don't know what else to watch. I know there's some movies that we we kind of want to be wanting to watch, but it it didn't feel like that kind of night. Sometimes you don't feel like watching like a heavy drama on a Saturday night. You want to watch <laughs> something kind of kind of fun, kind of. Yeah.
1: And I wanted to see away. this one. too. Yeah. I had no idea what it was about, actually. Um, all I saw was like a clip of Zoe Saldana and Ryan Reynolds driving, being chased and the little boy in the backseat but i had no idea like why or who they were or what the movie was about or whatever and then you told me it was something about time time travel or something so i was like oh, okay yeah let's watch it cuz i love sci-fi movies but it's it just wasn't good it just wasn't great it wasn't know?
0: great yeah it was it was it was okay i i yeah to me
1: i guess i just didn't get the point and there wasn't really a big Heavy connection that you made with these characters or anything. It was just kind of like you're thrown into the situation. They catch you up on what's going on, and then you see them kind of work it out. And I don't know. Yeah,
0: and it, it's like they kind of try to do this reveal with the the villain. Like I already told you, who the villain was, but it wasn't even a secret really. Like you get that from the very beginning. Um, but they kind of do this thing where it's like, oh, they didn't know she was a bad guy back then, and it's just I don't know. It just. There's nothing, like you said, there's nothing that's revealed that's like, oh, that was interesting or, or everything that happens. You're kind of like, yeah, I figured that's what that was. Or I figured that's, you know, yeah. this person killed that person or whatever.
1: And then Ryan Reynolds has this like weird weapon. Nobody else has, only he has it. It's like this. Staff? Yeah, it's a staff. That
0: the little, little Ryan Reynolds keeps referring to as a lightsaber.
1: Yeah, but all the other guys that are chasing him, they only have like sword looking things or nunchucks and it's weird technology and they don't ever explain what it is because like when you get hit with it you kind of just
0: well that they kind of referenced they said yeah when you die in not in your time it's really weird that's why they were like fizzing out because they weren't dying in their okay, in their own I guess. they briefly mentioned it during that fight scene but yeah that they never mentioned like how why he's the only one that has that staff,
1: yeah like what what is this technology that they have that makes weird weapons like that, and then I thought the guns were were some weird technology too, and it turns out they're just like armor piercing bullets, yeah. like regular guns with just yeah. shooting armor piercing bullets. I don't know, it was just weird, I feel like they didn't,
0: and it's one of those where you deep. Where oh. you can definitely poke holes, in, like you even you poked holes in that whole armor piercing thing. They're like, wait a minute, how come? Because something happens um, <laughs> where it's like, ah, science, you didn't understand the science. And you're like, wait, that doesn't make sense. How come that didn't happen before? You know, yeah. it's one of those things where you can easily poke holes in it if you're even paying a little bit of attention to the movie. Yeah, So and then
1: like Zoe Saldania's where she comes up in the story to me, it just doesn't make sense. Like she just so happens to be. I mean, I don't want to give anything away, yeah. but I don't know. It's just it, it didn't make a lot of sense. That's why, to me, I feel like.
0: Well, and and the problem with that too is that they try to create this like you're supposed to feel bad for like Ryan Reynolds' character because he, you know, he's trying to find Zoe and That's his wife, and you're supposed to feel this connection between them and. You're supposed to like feel sad, I guess, because he's lost her twice or something, but you don't. I never felt that. I was never felt like, oh, that's so sad. Like there's moments I feel like that are played played for emotion. Like you're supposed to feel sad that they lost this person or they lost this other person, but I never got. I never felt sad. I never felt. You know, I I don't think we've spent enough time with those characters to really get that connection between them. So. That didn't really work for me. I was never, like, invested in their... St- I was like, okay, if they die, so what? Like, I wasn't... I was they Because so, certain characters die, like, a couple times, and I was never like, oh, no. You know? <laughs> it just was like, okay. And this pushes the plot along.
1: Like, so you kind of knew that was going to happen. Like, and- you
0: know it was going to happen, and, and it just didn't have the emotional weight that I think they were trying to to put on it. Yeah. So i mean yeah it's it's i guess that's really it for that movie right there's not yeah. really much else to say about it um it was okay uh it wasn't great so honestly if you have something else to watch i would watch that instead but if you're absolutely bored and you're like what else is what can we watch give it a give it a try i mean if anything like i said since it's on only on netflix i think i don't think it's in theaters um if you watch the first 15 minutes, you don't like it, just turn it off and watch something else. <laughs> and I was, you know, what's funny is I was about to, I was this close to going, I don't know if I want to watch really? this. Yeah. Because I, and I really think it was because of the kid again, nothing wrong with the kid himself. Just what, how they played that. I felt was really like cheesy. Yeah. Like, oh, he's cheesy. smartass Ryan Reynolds already. He's fully formed as a smart ass at eight, at the age of 12. I'm like, that's <laughs> just so unbelievable. You know? Um, because I could, it's like, it's almost like Ryan Reynolds wrote those lines because I could totally yeah. see adult Ryan Reynolds saying those things, but they had the kid saying them instead, you know? So. Yeah. yeah. Um. Was there anything else you wanted to add? No. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up here for The Adam Project. Um. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Third Row From The Front. Let us know what movies you'd like us to watch and review. And we'll talk to you next time on Third Row From The Front.
1: Bye. Bye.